That was a that was a very well crafted <laughs> joke. <laughs> that was very well crafted, Damien. I appreciate that. Thank and you, I, and I thank you for uh, letting me be a part of that. That was very yeah, thank you. That, uh, the other reason the I know that, you've by said the way. well, at least one of one of the wittiest, one of the wittiest yeah. things you've said. <laughs> I've said a lot of funny things on this podcast. Somehow, I'm usually not even the funny one, um, but. Just carry on talking, please. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had anybody say, just, just keep talking. <laughs> you don't need to, to shut the fuck up. What's going on? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another installment of the Filmian podcast. I'm your host, Xander Langwiston, the host of this real good show. That's the first time I've complimented it. Normally, I'd be like, this absolute garbage. Of well, yeah, podcast. that's because it's... It's absolute garbage. Like, I don't know why I do this. I mean, this it is. Week. It really is. There's, like, no effort put into this. I press a button and talk. That's it. It's all... It's You're all pretty right. much Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> um, with me, as always, is uh, is our trusty co-host. It's um, the... Uh, our? The, the, he's the other nice guy. He's the bang-bang to my kiss-kiss. He's the predator to my the... It's yeah, Mr. David say, French. How are you doing, David? He's my free to Iron Man. He's the, my free really to Iron Man. How are you doing, David? Uh, um, I'm all right. I'm, you know, just surviving. Yeah, you can say that again. Surviving in, yeah. in a pandemic, though, that's a good thing. Is it? <laughs> oh, are we sure about that? Yeah. I mean, if you're not I'm, surviving, I'm not... then it's worse, isn't it? Not really. <laughs> like... And to be honest, I, I wish I wasn't surviving at this point. Well, but then. hey, depression. Let's let's move swiftly on from <laughs> David's depression, and um, we'll um, we'll get on to the news. We've got a main topic uh, this week, but we'll get to it a little bit uh, later after because we were looking. We were like, "Has there been any news this week?" And we looked it up. Since like there's been a lot. There's been a lot of news. So, uh, yeah, uh, David, take it away. What news have we got? Okay, so I'll, I'll start with the small stuff that like, we're not going to talk about too much. But um, the main one is, like, the, this came out 15 minutes ago. Uh, the new Scream film is uh, wrapped shooting, and it's called, wait for it, Scream. Original. Top tier. I mean, <laughs> once again, like like I was saying to you before, I, I can't really knock it, because uh, Halloween did the exact same thing. Well, at least they called it Halloween 2018, not just Halloween. No, they didn't. They didn't. We just call it Halloween 2018. It's actually just called well, that, Halloween. Well, that... Shut up. Um, <laughs> but sick yeah, like burn, it's a, bro. sick burn. It's it's you know it, it's like I'm I'm excited. It's got Jack Quaid in it. That that makes me excited. Oh, Jack Quaid! I don't care about dude. anybody else, but Jack Quaid's in it, and he's in the boys, and he is Huey, and he likes we didn't start the fire. <laughs> Harry Truman, Doris Day. You've become obsessed. I don't know with the rest that. of You've become genuinely obsessed uh, with Billy. <laughs> primarily Joel. because of Jamie. That's it. <laughs> But it's not even Billy Joel. It's just that one song. That one song. <laughs> that one particular song. Um, but yeah, so that that's cool. I'm um, I'm excited to see that. I'll be going. I'll be seeing that when it's out. Probably, yeah. you know, in 2027, <laughs> um, when you know the world is overrun by lizard people. Oh man, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for oh, the robot. Can't... I can't wait for the robot invasion of 2024 either. Nah, Robot Invasion is going to be shit compared to that. That's going to be like Civil War compared to Infinity War. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so Spike Lee is making a musical. Ooh. 
Uh, what's it about, you might ask? Uh, Viagra. <laughs> that, we have, that's it. That's, do we have any know. more details on that? Uh, no, it's just like, it, it, that, that's about it, to be completely honest. That's all we Sick. know. Great. Um, yeah. So apparently he's, uh, he's teamed up with Pfizer uh, for it, like the guys who make Viagra. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a fucking weird movie. Like, that's a great idea. Like, if anybody's able to do it, it's Spike Lee. Well, yeah, I mean... Or Tarantino. You know, I, I can't wait till this uh, this pops up at my local cinema. I would I would love, like, to just hear some, like... I feel like it's going to be quite hard to make this movie. I mean, I feel like I feel like when I watch it, I'm going to be dancing and, like, the music's going to get to me so hard that my legs are just going to turn flaccid. I mean, it's, you know... There's, there's a bit of dysfunction in this movie. What kind of dysfunction? Erectile. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate myself. Um, uh, so it looks like, it looks uh, like Spike Lee's uh, taking the blue pill in the Matrix because he's doing a show about Viagra. Yeah, he's got a hard job ahead of him. Um, he's so Chris Pratt is going to be in Four Love and Thunder. That's that's all the news there. We knew that already, uh, cool. though, didn't we? We we'd not like uh, the Guardians. It was rumored. It was rumored that um, four was going to be in Guardians three, but nobody said anything about Guardians being in four three. Oh, four, four. I, yeah, I thought it was the other way around. I thought it was the no. Guardians so we all knew four. that. Like we all thought that it was going to become the Yaz Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's yeah. been like the rumor the entire time. That's why they're calling it Guardians of the Galaxy three, and then they're going to do As Guardians of the Galaxy as like a whole movie. Um, but you know, cool. All right, cool. And for the last bit of like. Or second to last bit of small news. Uh, Jared Butler's Mike Banning is back for Night Has Fallen. I thought they were going to finish it with Angel. Yeah, me uh, too. But now... It wraps it up very, you know, it wraps it up. Yeah, but it may, they, these movies make money. so Because the idea is in that movie that he's too old for this shit. Yeah. Um, but now he's going to get even older for this shit. Ooh, can't wait, can't wait. And the last bit of, uh, like, small news that me and Xander are very happy about is Palm Springs the uh, the Hulu original is mm. actually going to be coming to Amazon? Um, I believe yeah. Amazon Prime in the UK in sometime early 2021. I was hoping to be able to see it this year, but ah oh, well. Yeah, me too. I want because I know that that's going to end up at like the top of my list for the year. So oh, I was definitely. hoping to get it in for 2020, but I guess we'll have to wait till 2021 for that one. Yeah. And whenever whenever Americans moan about getting a movies a week later than than us. You can suck my dick because we have to wait nearly a full year for this. Yeah, literally. Uh, but yeah, so that that happened, and uh, the other bit of small news that I forgot to mention. Um, basically, like, what was it called? Uh, Godfather Part Three got a re-edit trailer for Godfather Coda: The Death of Michael Corleone. Which yeah. just watching, I only watched like ten seconds of that trailer because I nutted immediately because I heard the music. <laughs> I heard. And then you know. See, I've only seen The Godfather once. So, the Godfather um, Part Two is one of my favorite gangster films of all time. I love that film so damn much. It is a fucking incredible, and I'm really—I've never watched Godfather Part Three because I've heard like really shit things about it. So I'm going to be yeah, watching this I've, I've instead. Only heard bad things. 
I've heard good things, just like it, they're not as good as the things I've heard about things like, oh yeah, you don't really have to watch three. You can because it is still a good movie. It's just you don't have to. Yeah, just think it. of two as the ending. But with this re-edit, I think it's going to be an interesting to see like if people's opinions of it change. Definitely. Uh, so the two big ones that we are going to be talking about a bit more are uh, the main one for me anyway is Tarantino has uh, said like is set to direct a spin-off TV series, I believe, uh, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Bounty Law. Yeah, which... I, I said to you earlier, I thought this had already been announced, but he, he turned no, out to be toying with the idea. Yeah, he thought about it for a bit, and he thought, like, what I wanted to happen when the Blu-ray released was similar with, like, Inglorious Bastards, where he made the movie within the film. Yeah. I thought that's what was going to happen. There was going to be, like, three episodes of Bounty Law on the Blu-ray. And they're just really, really shit. And I was really hoping that would happen. But now it seems like he's... I'm hoping instead of doing just free, like five episodes of actual Bounty Law, what he's doing is Bounty Law and on the set. So the making of it as well. So it's more of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's like characters as well, rather than just, you know, Bounty Law in general. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, well, well, and we'll it could also open up to um, a few more like crazy scenarios. Obviously, nothing as crazy as the ending of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where yeah, you know, like the devil comes in. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> it is such a great ending to to that movie. But I'm really looking forward to this. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I granted, I'm I'm always looking forward to everything that Tarantino does, and the fact that this is a TV series just shows that he's going to be doing more shit other than just the ten movies he said. Yeah, definitely. definitely. The, he only got yeah, one like, left. He's got one movie left, and then he can write books, he can write scripts, he can do TV series, he can do this, that, and the other. Like, Tarantino's not going to give up after 10 movies, is he? He's too addicted to his work, and he loves feet too much to not be able to film them. <laughs> See him popping up on Pornhub. It's like, it's not, it's not a movie, okay, guys? It's an online video experience. And it's exactly. Just feet. It's just feet. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's all it is. And uh, the other one that I'm I'm kind of excited about, I think it's going to be cool, uh, is WandaVision. It's coming out on 15th of January 2021. Yes! Can't wait for this. This looks so dope. It looks really interesting. I'll say yeah. that much. I don't want to get hyped for it because, you know, they've only done, like, one show in the past properly uh for marvel other than like the netflix shows and the netflix shows are fucking banging eight, watch eight, daredevil eight. season one and three yeah do do just, just don't watch two it's fine well, what, what's the first the half first, of two? like six episodes of six two. episodes yeah, <laughs> basically anywhere the punish is in it yeah watch it i want a punisher the second election to be honest i'm pretty sure they're it you can just watch the punish the punish is pretty damn good yeah, it's not pretty- as good as the punisher in daredevil but it's a pretty good show yeah i need to watch that um, like, you just get more Punisher, but yeah, this is the, this is the first Disney Plus show, so this is like on the same production value as like the Mandalorian from Star Wars. Yeah, and also they are saying it's like six Marvel movies in in a series. Like they're not saying it's like it's just a really long Marvel movie. It's like six movies, yeah, and I'm, that's what makes me excited. Yeah, I'm I don't really, really care about Vision. No, I think me Vision's either. the. Sh- this character in the MCU alive right now, and I think he should fucking die. He is dead. again, again, <laughs> um, just seven times at least. Jesus. But 
I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'll and, say that much. I think this is going to be interesting. And of course, remember that this is going to directly set up the next Doctor Strange movie. That's the main reason I'm, I'm optimistic because I liked Doctor Strange one. I didn't at first, but now that I look back on it, it's quite fun. Yeah, and Doctor Strange the fact that really that's, good. It's and like, the fact that that's still supposed to be a Marvel horror movie, it's directed by Sam Raimi, it's hmm. dealing with the multiverse. I just, I don't care about Tobey Maguire. I just want Ash. I, I don't care about Tobey Maguire being in there. I, 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 no, I'm like not, not actually Ash, but I just want like Bruce Campbell there Bruce as like Campbell a cameo. Turn. Bruce Campbell, hundred percent turn up. Like, I just want him there as a cameo. 100%. And I want him to say groovy. That's it. That's all I need from that movie. <laughs> I don't care if he's actually... He could have a chainsaw for an arm. That's fine. That's cool. I just want to hear him say groovy. Um, Again. Is that is that all the news? Uh, I think so. We'll go uh, Let me have a quick look <laughs> for the three pages I can see. Uh, all of this has happened in the past, like, ten days or so. Um, but yeah, I think I think I think that is um, that is it. We already talked about last week. Um, fucking Johnny Depp leaving thingy, didn't we? No, we didn't. We. I don't uh, Johnny Depp has been sacked from Fantastic Beast, but he has to get paid an inta- like his full wage anyway because oh, he did right. one scene. He, yeah. he he shot one scene, and then all this happened with uh, Amber Heard. They've sacked him because she's been found innocent. And so it's just like you know what, just pay him because I think it's because of his his contract. Yeah, uh, his contract was like basically fight or flight. Uh, so they have to pay him no matter what, even if like he leaves the movie out of scheduling conflicts or anything like that. He has to get his full wage. Fair play, fair play. Uh, so honestly, it's profited. He didn't have to do fuck all work, and he gets a full wage. The lucky cunt. And he doesn't have to be in another one of those shit movies. And the entire internet is behind him. Yeah, they are. They certainly are. To get the internet behind you is a is a special occasion. The internet is coming to get us. But the opposite. For yeah, the they're coming to get her instead. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, shall we do the main topic, then? I guess... I guess. I mean, we have prepped for it. Um, and Prep's I say prep, I mean that we've watched some movies. Um, so prep this week, very... <laughs> this week, we are doing another director retrospective. And, because um, we had no other ideas. Basically, yeah. Please release more <laughs> movies. Please, Hollywood. Yeah, just, just, just give us the movies that you've already... Like, give us A Quiet Place Part 2. You've already made Do- that. It was a week before coming out. Just... Yeah. Give it to us. <laughs> Give it. Just release it. Put if it you on could, fucking YouTube already. If you could send me that new Blumhouse movie, Freaky, with Vince Vaughn in, that'd be fantastic because that looks really fun. Have you if you could this? just, yeah, I've heard about it. If you could just give me Halloween Kills, I will be happy. Because they made that as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they finished it. That's finished. That's coming out for another year. It was supposed to come out last month. Yeah. Oh my word! Um, the yeah, only so thing I will accept is the boys season three, and that's because they haven't filmed that yet. So until Hollywood gets its arse in gear, God, how dare uh, they? Fact, how dare how they dare look they after they people and stop working during, during a pandemic? 
God. How dare they adhere to rules that the government has yeah, laid out that God. is really fucking, you know... How, how selfish. Annoying. How, <laughs> how, how twatty of them. How twatty. <laughs> how twatty. Um, anyway. Yeah, we're, we're not, doing another director retrospective. Um, and this one... It, it we sort of like like when we do these we sort of like to do the smaller directors so we've done Martin McDonough um who are the other ones we've done oh fucking no <laughs> um we did Tarantino he's not a small one but you know <laughs> I was I mean. gonna say we like to do the the smaller directors yeah small director the world's biggest director <laughs> um so this week we're gonna take a deep dive into the career of Mr Shane Black. Um, I'd argue he's he's both is and isn't a small director. Well, I mean, because he's had two block fuck off. (laughs) He's had two blockbuster movies. He's five eleven. He's taller than us. So (laughs) two blockbuster franchises. Yeah, and then two like buddy cop movies, basically. Yeah, he's he's mostly known. (laughs) He's mostly known for his writing. He's directed four feature length movies. Um, but what's he written? He's written. He wrote Lethal Weapon. Didn't watch it. Lethal Weapon Two. Didn't watch it. The Last Boy Scout. Didn't watch it. The Last Action Hero. Didn't watch it. The Last Kit. The Long Kiss Goodnight. Didn't watch it. And then the movies he's directed. He wrote all those, uh, as well as Lethal Weapon Four. He did no, the that he's just got characters on that. So that's just yeah. See, he's also he's doing Doc Savage. Which Do- I hope to God that's not a copy, like a sequel to Doctor Sleep. <laughs> Jesus, it's not. It's okay. It's cool. Um, he's he's. You might also recognize his face because he was actually in the original Predator movie. He played Hawkins, who was the guy that told all the terrible jokes in the original Predator movie. Uh, we'll get back to this. That sounds about right for his uh his terrible jokes in Predator. Yeah, we'll we'll get onto that franchise again a little bit later. Uh, but he actually he actually came on and did some rewrites on the original movie, which is why he got to be in it as well. So that's you know, cool. There you go. He's got a nice little link with that franchise. Anyway, so we're gonna go through his four feature length uh, directorial outings, and uh, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna dismantle them and talk about them and tell you guys why this guy should be kind of on your radar. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Are we so overall? He's done four movies. He's done Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Iron Man Three, The Nice Guys, and The Predator. So overall, four movies. What are we saying? Like on a average, he gets about fifty-fifty. For me, for like proper Shane Black movies, for what feels like a Shane Black movie, it's. It's fifty fifty, but for good movies, for me, it's a it's a seventy five percent hitting average, with uh, only one only okay. one really terrible movie. So I'm gonna say the same, but I think we have different movies. Probably then, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so we'll get we'll, why, we'll get to why in a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the first one he came out with back in two thousand five. Uh, mm-hmm. Was a little movie you guys might not might not really have heard of. It's a Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and it stars mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Robert Downey Jr. is uh, brought into Hollywood uh, after 
he's he's robbing a toy shop on Christmas and then runs into an audition to escape from the police and then gets the role as this lead detective in this uh, this TV show. So he gets taken out to Hollywood where he's partnered up with Val Kilmer, who's a real detective who's given him detective lessons. And they get sort of thrust into this big conspiracy um, where like there's a couple of different cases, but they end up being the same case, you know, that kind of thing. Um, what I, I don't know what you think of this movie. I've always been a big defender of this movie, saying it's really good. It's really good. I want to know what you thought about it. Okay, so I'm like to give it a bit of backstory. I, the reason I haven't watched this movie is because Xander has been badgering me to watch this movie <laughs> it's years now. So, so the reason is spite. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, so this is like. The reason I don't watch films that are constantly recommended to me is because I know that no matter what, the film isn't going to reach my expectations. Yeah. Because it's been talked about so much and hyped up so much. That's probably why I didn't like Hereditary. Yeah, I, I, under- I understand. It's why that. I'm not the hu- a huge fan of uh, the like, Lord of the Rings trilogy. You said you and loved it's a, them. I, I really enjoyed them. Didn't live up to the hype at all. Okay, okay. At all. Because I've been told they are the greatest films of all time by God knows how many people. And they're just good movies to me. Okay, okay. Um, they're just a lot. They're just a fun film. I can't go out. I won't go out my way to constantly watch them because they are really fucking long. And this is similar, but not as much. It didn't live up to the expectations, but it's still a really fucking good movie. Okay, cool. Um, it's a lot of fun. And Robert Downey Jr. absolutely steals the show. In like, Val Kilmer's fantastic as well. I was well. going to say, I disagree. I think Val Kilmer steals this movie. Val Kilmer is hilarious, but I love Robert Downey Jr. with his indecisiveness and how, like... Because I, I, like, I relate to Robert Downey Jr. a lot more in this. Yeah. Because he just says the wrong shit constantly, and I do that all the yeah, he does. time. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He, he doesn't know when to shut up, and that is my biggest flaw as a person. Um, and I relate to it too much. One thing I want to get out of the way straight away about this movie is there's a lot of gay jokes. Yeah, there is. But it, it was made in 2005. It for was one. made in 2005, and uh, Val Kilmer's character's name is literally Gay Perry. Gay Perry. Yeah. So it's a little bit like okay, okay, and they say he he says the f word a lot. Um, so it's it's kind of like yeah, he's it gay hasn't in the aged movie, well. but like come on, you've you've written this. I mean, yeah, it's it's from a different time. We get that, but okay. I just wanna kinda... So I don't want to defend like the use of it, but. In the defense of the movie, it was written in a time where that wasn't like frowned upon. Yeah, it's like it's like when with Django, where it's set in a time where the N word was used by white people, so it's 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 okay for the time. It's just not okay in general. It hasn't aged well, but at the same time, if they can just admit that, that's fine. Just they've learned from it. Obviously, they don't use that word constantly anymore. Yeah, so. I'm willing to allow it to slide in this, but if, like, say if he started doing it in a 2020 movie, like, say if the next Shane Black film comes out, he uses it, and it's set in 2020 as well. 
Yeah. No. Um, that, I, that's not okay. I want to just mention that, like... Hang on, am I? Yeah, I'm still talking. Right, okay, I'm just making sure that my uh, voice is being recorded. I just panic them for a second. Um, yeah, for me, I, ju- I just wanted to mention that because some people might go into this and then be like, oh my God, I can't believe, like, he's saying all this. Like, I just want to make sure that everyone knows that, like, if you can see past this, see past all, all of the gay references and stuff like that and all the jokes, then you can really enjoy this movie. Yeah, definitely. It, it's not aged well in that sense, but overall it's aged well. As as a movie in general, as like a story, it's aged well. Yeah, definitely. It's a it's a fun it's a fun ride. It really is and fun. It, and it gets mental at the end. Yeah, it does. You me- you mentioned that and I was like, oh shit, yeah, it does get mental towards the end. Yeah, it gets it gets pretty insane. Like he starts using his magic like experience because uh, in the movie, like at the start of the film, the first scene you see is a uh, a younger version of Robert Downey Jr.'s character, Harry, um, just chainsawing his friend in half. And yeah. her actually, you know, obviously, like, they're not going to kill a kid at the very start of a movie. So obviously, you know that she's fine. Yeah, yeah. But it's the way that she acts about it, like, it is actually somewhat believable. But the second the chainsaw is taken away and there's no blood there, I knew Mila's like, ah, oh, she's just she's just taking the piss. Yeah, it's a, it, she's so adorable as well. She's like, I'm going to be an actress one day. And the dad just smacks her. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's but, a very obvious time film when it comes to that kind of thing. But at the same time, yeah, yeah, yeah. once we again, get, it wasn't... We kind of get a reason as to, like, we don't get a reason why he's like this, but we get more context behind that. Um, yeah. I, I was really annoyed when I rewatched this the other day because I've written i've written many scripts over the years and i've written a specific one for um for for a movie it was a tv show and it sort of became a movie um and the character the main character narrates through the movie but he's kind of you sort of get the idea that he's he's in control and he's talking to the director like can i can i do this yeah can we just rewind a bit and talk about this oh sorry I've, and then put in at random points say, oh sorry i missed this and sort of change the narrative a little bit um and then I rewatched this, and that's what Robert Downey Jr. does. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I, I'm so unoriginal. <laughs> like, I can't even claim that this movie stole it from me because this movie was made in 2005. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> and I wrote that script about 11, 12 years later. So, yep. Cheers, Shane. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like to think I have original ideas, you know? <laughs> I mean, sometimes you can like no matter what, you there will always be something out there that has been taken from something. Yeah, and every, like in the words of Tarantino, steal from fucking everything. Doesn't matter. You're not you're not paying homage. You're stealing, and it's brilliant. <laughs> um, like, paying homage is shit. Stealing from a movie is where it's at, and that's why Tarantino films are so good because he steals from every other movie ever made. I think Michelle Monaghan's fantastic in this. Michelle Monaghan's really fun in this. <laughs> she is. She gave me real, She's a lot of fun. She gave me real Emma Stone vibes. Kinda. Which is weird because, you know, she's you know, this came out before Emma Stone was a thing. But, you know, you know, just in so, in the facial expressions and the way she acts, she kind of if this was remade today, she'd be played by Emma Stone, definitely. Probably, yeah. Um I like this movie's so quotable as well. Like the lines just get to me all the time. Like, I think one of my favourites is when Val, when 
RDJ throws Val Kilmer's gun into the river. I was just about to he, say, that's my favourite line in this movie. It's like, look up idiot in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me. No! The dictionary of the, of the word idiot. Which you fucking are! <laughs> yeah, which is what you fucking are. That's so <laughs> like, that funny. Is just so stupid. There's also like the whole... Uh, I think the, there's a one really weirdly like kind of wholesome moment in this movie when um, there's that spider on her tit. Yeah. And like he's trying to flick it off and then she's like accusing him of grabbing her tit and he's just like, No, I didn't. There was a spider on it. It's like, okay, I believe you. He's like, no biggie. He's like, No, it is a biggie. It is a fucking biggie. <laughs> I've worded that wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it like is. it's a it's a comedic moment, but it's also just like I grabbed your tit. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a that's pretty, you know bleak yeah, everything we know about hollywood nowadays yeah you mentioned something in the uh the best films of all time bracket about la la land and that saying like that yeah it shows hollywood as this horrible place yeah this movie this. shows hollywood as an evil place because she's like in that moment she's like yeah it's fine it's no biggie you know you just grab my tit it's fine and it's like yeah what who are you hanging around that makes you think that that's okay? Like, what has this town done to you? And it's like... Yeah, that's Jesus, like man. that's the whole point of La La Land in a much subtler way. This is it's full on with it. it. It does not, like, hold back anything. It allows you to see what Hollywood is like. Same with, like, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as well. It just shows you, like, it eats you up and just spits you out when you're, yeah. like, not as useful anymore. It's crazy, crazy that Shane Black calls out nonsery in this movie and then in the later movies, actually hires an ex-nonce. But we'll uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. It's... Yeah. <laughs> Let's just allow that to happen. We'll get we'll get to it. We'll get to get it. Get to it. Um, yeah, I, th- I think this movie... This movie's really well written. Shane Black knows how to write a good detective movie or even just, like, a good crime mystery. Because... Yeah. Every time I watch The Nice Guys and every time I watch this, I forget what like what the actual twists are until I watch yeah. it. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, that's it. And like, yeah, and like that's it with this movie. There are so many quick one-liners that just make you laugh that when you rewatch it, you'll only rem- remember a couple, and then you'll be hit with another one, and you'll be like, oh my god, I forgot about this, and then you'll get to that moment where the big ones are and by then you'll have forgotten that that happens. You're like, oh my God, this happens. Like the moment where he plays Russian roulette with that guy in the car yeah. park. That is so fucking funny because he, he like, he just spins it and shoots and it's the one bullet in the gun. And he's like, why did you shoot? What, what did you put a live <laughs> round in that gun? Chance. Who taught you math? Yeah. He's, yeah he's like, <laughs> well, it was like an 8% chance. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the chemistry with the cast as well is fantastic, especially the main three, Michelle Monaghan, Val Kilmer, Robert Downey Jr. They click so well. Yeah. And like the the dialogue is snappy and I think that come that, that surely just comes down to the writing because we see that again in The Nice Guys which is, you know, similar like basically the same genre of yeah. movie. Um Yeah, what what else what else did we like in this? Uh, so main things I liked in this was like a lot of the dialogue. Yeah, it was all really snappy and fun. Like it, it felt genuine. And there was also that moment where it's just like, uh, f- like n- rule number one, uh, this business, real life, boring. And yeah. It's just like 
it probably would be, but you're li- like the rest of this movie shows that it really fucking isn't. And like, it's a lot of fun with that. And also, like, there's constant like random um, like oh, what was it like the Native American Joe Pesci bit? Like the constant yeah. references to other celebrities and like just basically shit that you'd say with your mates. Yeah. Like that just felt so genuine and so real. Like there's there's really weird bits in this as well that like that I don't understand why they put in, but I'm really glad they did. So like the whole subplot where Robert Downey Jr. Jr. loses his finger. That is I, so yeah. That bit is so fucking weird. It's so it just weird, happens out of nowhere. But so funny. It's so funny, and the subplot with the. Uh, the robot guy and this robot TV show that sort of <laughs> like mentioned all the way through the movie, and then that fucking bear, the beer commercial with yeah, the bear. that beer commercial is just out of nowhere. I'm trying to find out what the bear actually says because it's so weird. Like this is isn't like, it like I what? I um I prefer whatever bear it is. But what do I know? I'm a bear. I suck the heads of fish. Wait, let me let me find. <laughs> Yeah, I'm for Gennaro's, but then what do I know? I'm a bear. I set the heads on fish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the- surprised I remembered that so well. It's so dumb and weird. And like the It's also it got like it's so got my favourite use of like American saying cunt. Yeah. When uh, he's just like he called her uh well, a bad word. Cunt. cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is so fucking stupid, but it's such a great moment. Yeah, just, I'm reading through these quotes, man, and they're so funny. Like, there's a great callback as well when, um... <laughs> when, what, Michelle Monaghan is in the bar and, she, and he says, uh, well, I've, I've been eating, or, or, like, I've been sleeping badly. And she, and yeah. she, she, she says, actually, it's sleep bad, because then if you, badly is an adverb, so what you're actually describing that the operation operating system that helps you sleep isn't working properly. And he's like, oh, right, cool. And then he says the exact same thing to uh, Val Kilmer later, and he's like, what, fuckhead? Who taught you grammar? <laughs> yeah, badly is an adverb. Who taught you grammar? <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, Val Kilmer is... I can't believe, yeah, he steals this movie so well. Because, like... As well, there's that moment where Harry walks into the bar and Harmony's there, and she's and she's like, "Who who here hates Harry?" And then Perry walks over. He's like, "Yeah, every, they're all just obedient little bitches." And someone throws a glass at him, and he just dodges it. <laughs> yeah, just out of coming. nowhere. <laughs> I also, uh, when it comes to like some of the quotes, I also love the moment he just fucking pistol whips that guy's like doesn't that suck i just hit you for no reason i don't even know why yeah like he's so happy about hitting that guy with the fucking gun because he just got hit by him and he's just like i don't really know why i did that no it's it's because he hit him earlier yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but like he asked him why'd you do it he's like i don't know <laughs> um yeah i th- i think this is a this is a cracking directorial debut and i it feels criminally underseen because nobody mentions this. We actually I think that's because like this movie is probably criminally underseen. People always think whenever they hear Shane Black, they either think of I'm Man Frey, Predator, or the nice guys. Nobody really because like there was a eight year gap 
yeah. between this guy having a career and then three <laughs> years later he did um like after the i'm on free he did it nice guys and it was like oh my god the guy did it, uh, i'm on free this looks really good and then he did predator which once again a big blockbuster like franchise yeah which we'll get at to. this point but yeah i uh i think it's a it's a pretty dumb it's a pretty good movie um for me i for for a while i thought i thought this was better than the nice guys but i think that was just me trying to be anti anti uh, recency biased yeah um the, the nice guys is i think um just a little bit better um, oh yeah definitely I, I much prefer the nice guys to this but that's because i've watched the nice guys a good few times and i fucking love that film yeah I th- ryan gosling alone is amazing in that yeah that's it that's it <laughs> um i think i want to watch i want to i want to get james to watch this this one yeah because i think james would love this i reckon and the thing is it's not like very gory either it's not got a lot of blood no, um, other than no. when he like you know chops his fucking finger off and there's blood seeping through the bandage i feel like that bit would you know like kind of fuck him over a bit maybe but i, but I think we should get him to watch this and i, I, think I reckon he'd, he'd enjoy really this. dig this because he's he's robert downey jr and he's basically acting like tony stark in this because he's just quick talking oh yeah um yeah for, so what are you giving us for me this is a big nine out of ten for me, it's about a seven. Wow, that sounds low. I, I when it comes to sevens, I think they're still good. It could have been better. Right. Okay. It, it didn't. I, I imagine after like a rewatch, you'll probably go higher because I've only watched this movie the once, and I only watched it yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, but yeah, um, honestly, you know what? Probably an eight, if anything. Yay! <laughs> yeah, eight, yeah, eight is probably more likely, and I'll I'll get to why later on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, kiss kiss bang bang. It's a big recommend from us. Well, from me especially. Go and check it out. Um. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um. Next up, it's a bit more of a controversial one. It yep. is um Marvel's Iron Man three. So we we have done an MCU podcast but we didn't really go deep into a lot of them. And this was one of them because it, uh, unfortunately for me, it went out quite early. I, you know, I, I really, I really dig this movie though. I really dig it. Um, I think but, it's fine. But you, you think it's fine. Um, I think it's just meh at best. So it's like what, a six out of 10 for me. What for you doesn't work in this? I, I don't even know. It just, it doesn't like, when it comes to I'm, I'm, like the Iron Man franchise in general, the only one that I genuinely love is the first Iron Man. I, the first Iron Man is yeah. top quality. I love it, it so damn much. And granted, that's also nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's biased towards, it's basically kickstarting the entire MCU. And the MCU is one of my favorite things in general. But it's just a fine film. I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow at all. Um, in either of the in any of these movies, I think Gwyneth Paltrow is pretty shit. I fucking hate that she's got a vagina candle. <laughs> Here it comes. It's the, the overwhelming Wait. hatred for Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> See, it's not even overwhelming hatred. It's just I just don't like Gwyneth Paltrow in general. I think she's a fuck. You know what? I think the as, vagina as well, candle is funny. Coldplay, man. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because she fuck was married Coldplay. to Chris Martin. I know. 
Uh, but like when it when it comes to like Green Project, I don't hate her. I just I'm not a biggest fan of it. I think the vagina candle is funny, but it's <laughs> as a jokey thing of just like an April Fool's thing. It's just a meme. yeah. It's just a meme, it's, it's it? funny. I, I made a, a a candle that smells like that's a genuine thing she made, and then she made a sequel with this candle smells like my orgasm, which apparently is pretty disappointing. So I feel bad for Coldplay. <laughs> That was uh, that was a very well crafted joke. <laughs> that was very well crafted, Damon. I appreciate that. Thank and you, I, and I thank you for uh, letting me be a part of that. That was very yeah. Funny. Thank you. That, uh, the other reason the I know that, you've by said the way. Well, at least one of one of the wittiest, one of the wittiest yeah. things you've said. <laughs> I've said a lot of funny things on this podcast. Somehow, I'm usually not even the funny one, um, but. Just carry on talking, please. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had anybody say, just just keep talking. You don't need to to shut the fuck up. What's going on? Oh, like, it, it, Jesus. Uh, anyway, anyway. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Iron Man 3 sucks. Okay. I'm going to come in to defend it. it. I'm going to come in to defend it. You, you, you can. I, I know that you, you like this movie quite a bit. Yeah. And I, I see why. It's just, it's not for me. Yeah. For the most part, I like a lot of the smaller scale stuff in this. I mean, his house blowing up, that's kind of a big action sequence, but it's kind of low key. Really. I like yeah that scene. You can't even deny that's like one of the best scenes in the movie. Oh yeah, definitely. But at the same time, it's in a movie where there's, for me anyway, not many good scenes. Yes, yeah, of course, of course. But we can sort of un- together agree that that is fantastic, and it looked great as well, CGI wise, for 2013. Man, can I Marvel quickly just say? Look great back then. Can I just say it's such a shame that they didn't call it Iron Man Mark Three. I know, but they didn't call it Iron Man Mark Two. Well, they should have called it Iron Man Mark Two as well. I know, but also in this, he's uh, his armor's Mark Forty Two, and it's oh, so it'd be confusing. True, true. Or maybe maybe three point Yeah, I'm on three point It's like an <laughs> update. Like an update. Like an update. It pretty much is. It's just trying to do what Iron Man One did. Um, I mean, not really. Anyway, not um, really at all. A lot of people get angry about the uh, man- Mandarin twist, but I. I that that it, doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't. I think me. that's really interesting. If anything, I think that's the cool, like the the coolest thing that Marvel has done in a while is like introducing this big character that people wanted to see for ages, and then just like spitting in their face, like "Nah, fuck you, you don't get to see him until like the actual genuine introduction." It's ballsy, is what it is. Yeah, it's it, mega is, it ballsy. is ballsy, um, and I respect the fuck. Even if I don't like it, I respect it. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, I really like, like I said, a lot of the smaller scale stuff. So, like when he then after that scene with in the house, he flies off to Texas and meets um the little kid from Insidious. Yeah, and I think he's Shane Black has a real thing with kid actors because in this, that kid's really good. In the nice guys, the little girl is fantastic. And then in the Predator, and in Predator, the kid is fucking horrendous. I mean, it's Jacob Tremblay's a good actor, but it's yeah, yeah. His, his storyline is awful. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to, to that. It. We'll get, we'll get to, to that. It. But 
bef- like before we continue, um, like shitting on Iron Man three and you defending Iron Man three. I'm not gonna lie, I quite enjoyed the Predator, and I'll tell you why in a bit. <laughs> Spoilers, God. Um, so yeah, and like then he's wandering around Texas. He runs into that woman who then tries to kill him, and there's like that whole action sequence in the town. And she's like, she's got the firepowers and he's like handcuffed. I think that's great because it just shows his ingenuity. Mm. It's not just like, oh yeah, he's just a man in a suit. He's not. He's actually got a brain and he can actually fend for himself. So then he's running about doing that. He drives to the Mandarin place in Miami and that whole section in that complex is great because he comes across Guy Pierce, and then he traps into this bed and he tries to get the suit to fly in but the suit's taking ages to get there, so he's got, like, one piece at a time, and so he's sh- got a gun in one hand shooting people, got a, one of the repulsors on his on his arm, then he's, like, in a tussle with a guy, then one of the legs comes in so he can just kick him. That I, yeah. I think that's fantastic. That's so well done. Um, all the, But, to be fair, all the stuff with the Mark 42, because that's the suit that sort of comes at him piece by piece that he can just summon. And all yeah. the stuff with that, I think, is great throughout the movie. It's set yeah. well at the start that like he can, he can just summon it in that cool sequence with Jingle Bell behind it. Oh yeah, by the way, this is a Christmas movie. J- Shane Black has a weird obsession with Christmas. Um, then it sort of set up that he can it can walk about without him qu- quite a few times. And then later on, mm. when he when he saves the people from the plane, that is one of the best action sequences in the MCU. Debatable. It is fantastic. It's also one a rare moment where in a superhero movie nowadays, the superhero is going around saving people. Oh yeah. Which is so refreshing. As well in 2013, we've just had the Avengers where they kill like where they destroy New York. Then we've got Man of Steel in the same year where he decimates a city. So like this is really refreshing to have a moment in this where he actually takes his time out to save all those people. That's so good. Yeah. Um, and the, fi- the final action sequence is cracking. It's cracking with all the a- with all the Iron Man suits flying in. Yes, it's great. And it deal- you mentioned in that best movies of all time bracket as well, we- Iron Man was in there. That was on James's list. And you mentioned that you love that Iron Man sort of had PTSD in that movie. This movie is about Iron Man having PTSD after the Avengers. And it is done yeah, no, no, really, but, really well. Yeah, it was, but I feel like in Iron Man One it was done better because it was such it was on such a smaller scale. I know, but like, like it was it this, was personal, he, not he like you know, ev- every single person involved in that scenario should have had PTSD. And it just means that all of the other people are kind of shit. And Tony Stark's not that bad of a person. No, compared. man, it's because he's just a man. He he was in that battle with a god, a literal soldier who's been in wars and a Hulk and then two spies yeah, but, who've also been involved in this kind of stuff. Yeah. But when it comes to like his, his PTSD in uh, Iron Man 1, it's so much more personal and it's so much more because it's like to do with his literal life being in danger. He was kidnapped and, you know, held hostage. He lost somebody who he, he grew ba- close to. He already to. basically died in the Avengers. He went through a portal to another world. Yeah, but it's so, like it, 
it is very different because it's such a huge scale. No matter what, he's going to get PTSD from that. In Nine Man One, it's such a small scale that it's so much more impactful for me anyway, because it's a bit more relatable. Like it's a lot more grounded compared to his PTSD. It's a lot more relatable to, being like, kidnapped by terrorists, is it, David? Well, yeah, because it's not like you're going to be going to another fucking universe, are you? I know, but you're more you like you're more I, likely I to get. I don't think you can say relatable. When it comes when to like like, like when it comes to like specifics you're more likely to get kidnapped by terrorists than you are to go to another human like another world and well, send I, a rocket into it. I, th- I, I just think if you're liking that this small bit of ptsd in iron man one they spend a whole movie on it that i think should be you should be like yeah okay i enjoy the fact that they did that oh yeah no i, en- I enjoy that it's just i prefer it in iron man one See, I wish you'd rewatch because you you didn't re- rewatch this this week. I wish you'd rewatched it because it really is good. And I, think I know, I know it it's deserves, good. I know it, it is decent. It's it, just it, it deserves more I praise than never it gets. Be asked to rewatch it, and if I can't be asked to rewatch a film, that's a bad sign to me. Yeah, I think uh, if, if I, the only reason I don't rewatch films usually is because it is too long. But if I can't be asked what should because I didn't like it the first time, that's a bad... Like, I forced myself to rewatch Hereditary, and it was better the second time, but it's still not good to me. I think so it's like, fine. With with this, though, I don't... I think it's a good movie. I'm kind of iffy on whether it's a good Shane Black movie. It's not a good Shane Black movie, because in my it's, opinion. It's very... It's, it's Marvel. It's very different from everything else he's done. It's then the again, only though, one that's PG-13, for a start. Then again, when it comes to a good Shane Black, we've only got two normal, original idea Shane Black movies. Yeah, yeah. That's or awesome. somewhat original ideas. So we can't really judge on what a Shane Black movie really is. Yeah, that's a good Like, point. we still can't really judge on what, like, a Martin McDonough movie is. Yeah. Because yeah. he's only done three main movies, but they're all quite similar, so you can kind of get the feeling of what he's going to do next. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, but the stuff that carries over from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, so the stuff that I really liked, is like the narration from Tony Stark. It's actually quite good in this. Yeah. Because he's he's putting some personality behind it. And then it, in the post credits, it's revealed that he's been telling the story the whole time, like in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Exactly like in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's like he just realised that's a decent idea. I'm going to do it in this yeah. movie as well. Um the relationship between because Don Cheadle, I didn't really love in Iron Man two. I thought he was fine, but I didn't. I didn't. I was still like, "Where's Terrence Howard?" Or whatever isn't it? Is it Terrence Howard? Yeah, it is Terrence. Howard. Oh no! So I was like, "Where's Terrence Howard?" You know. But in this, yeah, I think he puts his foot down. And is like, "Yeah, I'm War Machine." He, I think he's great in this, and the chemistry between him and RDJ is fantastic. Yeah. Um, Guy Pierce's hit or miss, you know. He's not he's not yeah. the best villain in in the uh, in the MCU. He's not the worst. He's very middle of the road. Um, yeah, I think it's really fun, really underrated, and I think more people should come onto it and be like, you know what, this is a good Marvel movie for me. It's a solid eight out of ten. For me, it's about six. There you go. I feel like I've really annoyed Sandra by saying that. No, no, no. But um, we'll. I've been thinking we should probably do. I mean, way in the future, way, way, way in the future. 
We should probably do a a, a redo of that MCU tournament. Just because oh, yeah. we like I didn't add enough like factors into the rankings and stuff. Oh yeah, no, we've so, definitely like, evolved it, but at the same time, that's the whole point of like podcasts in general and the man what is gonna evolve. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So we're gonna get better eventually. Yeah, so when we do that, you'll I'm gonna make sure you rewatch Iron Man Three for that. Yeah, I will. Um yeah, so for me, Iron Man 3 is an underrated one. You guys should check it out. But to be honest, it made like over a billion dollars at the box office, so you've probably already seen it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the next movie. We went kind of more in-depth on this in the uh, greatest movies. I reckon this one we just talk about a little bit. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because um, the next one we have never mentioned on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, but this one, we... Well, it got kind of far in the uh, best movies of all time bracket. Uh, it was on Alex's list. Good movie. It, it's a bloody good movie. Um, I think this is Shane Black's best so far. Yeah. Easily. 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 Uh, so if you don't know what The Nice Guys is, if you haven't listened to the other episode, um, this stars Ryan Gosling and uh, Russell Crowe. Um, in the, in 1970s Los Angeles, a mismatched pair of private eyes investigate a missing girl and the mysterious death of a porn star. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing. Ryan Gosling yeah. is a revelation in this. Because yeah, there's not really much else that we can really say that we didn't say in the other one. So honestly, just go watch the other one if you want to hear our thoughts on this film because it is fucking banging. Ryan Gosling's well, like, incredible. Enough, who would have thought that Ryan Gosling could be a comedy star because in this he outs himself like yeah i can be funny yeah because you've Man never seen range. him up until this point it's just like rom-coms couple of dramas he did the big short the year before and that he's kind of funny in that but in this he's like yeah i'm gonna steal this movie and i'm gonna be the funniest person in it yeah and you're just not expecting it he does well with it as well he fucking he made me piss myself when i first watched this film and Russell Crowe as well. Who'd have thought he'd have a funny bone in his body? What else has Russell Crowe done that I've, not, that I've seen? I can't remember. I can never remember Russell Crowe movies. Gladiator. He's one of those actors I really like. I've never watched Gladiator. Gladiator's good, you know. I'm sure it is. <laughs> to be honest, he's the only, he's the best part of The Mummy. Granted, that's not hard. But he's still pretty damn good in he the mummy. He is pretty good in the mummy. I do kind of like him in that. The only the easier reason I want like a Jekyll and Hyde movie, but from Lee Winnell. That I dig that. I dig that. Because like if he's doing the monster universe, because he's already he's doing Wolfman, he's done the Invisible Man. He needs to do Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde as a movie with Russell Crowe as Jekyll and Hyde. Because it would be really, really interesting to deal to delve into split personality disorder properly, other than like in split. Definitely, definitely. Um, I haven't seen many Russell Crowe movies. Jesus, no. But he's, you know, I've seen a, barely any. But he's not really in many comedies. No, he isn't. And this Out and Out is a comedy, and it's one of one of my favorites. It, it, it's in my top twenty movies of all time for definite. It's probably in my top fifty. Um. And we mentioned earlier as well the little girl Angori Rice. She is a uh, she's fantastic in this. She's so so funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like 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 David said, if you want to hear more about this, then do go over to our uh, best of all time 
bracket because we we really break down that movie and alex gives us a big lesson on why he loves it um yeah and yeah you should because it's really good it's a good episode it is a good episode we had we had the best guests on no offense to any other guests that we've had aka logan (laughs) we love all of our guests equally we've literally only had logan as guests other than like your flatmates and your dad Ben. We had Ben as a guest. We had Ben. I forgot we had Ben. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. The nice guys. It's a big 10 out of 10 from me. It's about a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Super duper solid. I love... Like, I, w- I watched it literally last night. I didn't have to because I've seen it so many times and rewatched it for the last podcast about two months ago. But I just wanted to because it's so, so good. So rewatchable. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go and, go and check it out. Check it out. Nice, it's, a, it's a pretty good movie. Now, let's... Honestly, right? I can't, Looking back now, I kind of wished we'd done a, like, breakdown of just this movie. This next movie. Because I feel like that could have been a really fun time if we just watched... To be this, honest. Made okay. And wrote so, it. to, to like, adapt onto what Xander's saying, we're talking about The Predator. Yeah. The 2018 I, Predator. I actually weirdly enjoyed my time with The Predator for its sh- kind of its shittiness, but also for its just turn your brain off fun action. Yes, I like. Honestly, it is a full on popcorn movie. This is a this is a solid fun movie. It's not a good Predator movie, but there's only one good Predator movie. And granted, <laughs> I've only seen one other Predator movie. Oh no, no, no! Over than AVP. There's one great Predator movie and there's one good Predator movie. Predators is... It's in the one good is Predators. Yeah. Predators is good. With Adrian Brody and Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I've been wanting to watch that and watching this kind of made me want to watch it more. Yeah. It's it's a solid movie. I reckon you dig it. You dig it. The Um, reason I like this though, the reason I, I thoroughly enjoy my time with this is because it doesn't take itself too seriously. No, and that's why it is, got Shane Black. It is very, yeah, it is very clearly just a dumb, fun action movie. It is no longer, like, Predator has moved over from the horror action that the original was. And the original wasn't even that, like, much of a horror. It was more of an adventure film with horror elements. Yeah. But I it's mean, still for really sake, the first fucking half an hour good. of that movie, they're just taking down some, like, kidnapping drug lords or whatever. Yeah. That's an action movie. Yeah. Up until it becomes it's... a horror movie. It's still great. It's so great. It's fantastic. Like, granted, it's from the guy who did Die Hard, so of course it's going to be fucking incredible. <laughs> but still, it is such a fun movie. And this movie, like, it pays a lot of homage to uh, the original Predator. It does. Uh, honestly, those bits are the bits I like the least. Okay. Like, the get to the choppers, that made me cringe like mad. Yeah. You are one beautiful motherfucker. motherfucker. Made me cringe like mad. All of the like references and quotes from the original just kind of made me cringe. And the one thing that I fucking despise about this movie is the kid's superpower being the fact he has autism. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The reason he is the (laughs) smartest person on the fucking planet, according to the Predators, is he is autistic. I, I was watching this with my flatmate and that bit came up and he said, Lander, pause it. I paused it. He said, have, they, have the Predator just come down here and said that he's taking the kid, he's the, like, 
because he's because he's autistic. I said, yes, that is exactly what he's done. And he's like, right, okay, just just to make sure that we're just on the same sure. page here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's so dumb. This movie's dumb as hell. It's really dumb. Yeah, yeah, but it's real dumb. There's, it's real dumb. There's some fucking <laughs> great quotes. And I sent both of these to you. And so one of them is when he's like the son is being taken by uh, the like the government people. Um, I don't know what they're called. I don't think they have names. I can't remember. Didn't really care. Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown takes Sterling his K. son Brown. basically. Yeah. yeah. Sterling K. Brown uh, takes his son, and uh, like he like he said to his son earlier on that he's not actually a killer because there's a difference between a killer and a soldier. Uh, enjoying it, and it's just like, oh, that's a cool moment. And he just says, "You made me lie to my son. What lie did you tell him? That I'm not going to enjoy this." And then he takes both of them down, literally like John Wick, and it was so fucking fun. Yeah, like that. That entire, like the action in this movie is so good that it makes me forget the shittiness of the rest of it. Like um, I was, I was just enjoying all of the action scenes and all the. F- Granted, there's one action scene I didn't give a shit about. And that was Predator versus Predator, but big. Yeah, right. I want to wrap something up that I mentioned earlier, before I forget. Um, earlier, I, I, I uh, mentioned that um, there was a there was an actual pedophile in this movie. And there was. Um, the, um, one of Shane Black's friends was convicted of a felony charge of pedophilia. He was trying to lure in a 14-year-old girl. And... Which one was this, that? This was many years ago, and since then, Shane Black has put has put him in small parts in his movies as sort of like a second chance thing, and yeah. he put him in a scene with Olivia Munn at the start of this movie where they're like walking dogs together and they're having a chat, and we sort of get to know her a bit more. Um, yeah, and then Olivia Munn found this out, went to the press, and he was like, "Listen, like I was just doing this to be a good friend. I know what he did in the past was bad, and like tried to." And basically just apologized and was like, yep, yeah, we've, we've cut him out of the movie. So it's all done. And um, you can really tell. Yeah. You can really tell. That you can tell that, that it's been cut. That, that, because she's like in the park and these people come up to her a bit like, like say her full name. And like, oh, right. Okay. This is our introduction to this character. Okay. She's just in a park randomly. And she looks yeah. at them like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I wanted to wrap that up from earlier. Um, I genuinely think that my, minus some kind of choppy editing, the first like forty minutes of this movie is really good. Yeah, like solid seven out of ten. Fun, like the cast is the cast is great. By the way, so I just want to read out some no, of the names. So we've, we've got Boyd Holbrook, Travante yep. Rhodes, Jacob Tremblay. Keegan-Michael Key, Olivia Munn, Sterling K. Brown, Thomas Jane, Jake Busey, and Alfie Allen, and he's from Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, I was, wa- for, for so fucking long, by the way, whilst I was watching this movie, I was just like, where do I know this guy from? I, like, I'm sure, he kill- I know he kills James, like, John Wick's dog. He does kill John Wick's who, dog! Who oh el- what's it, where else? What's he in? And then I remembered, oh shit, he got his dick cut he off! He got his dick cut off! <laughs> and that's how I remember him. Spoilers I remember him as the guy who um, killed... Yeah, as Reek. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know what though? Whenever I watch that, like 
I, I've watched that moment where um, he dies in Game of Thrones a couple of times because it's really funny. Because there's that moment when, like, um, like Brandra says, You're a good man, Theon. Thank you. And every single time I rewatch that bit, I always add, Now die. <laughs> because he's just sending him to his fucking death. Oh, he's literally just saying, All right, You can fuck off now. Just. Die. Just go to the Night King. Get fucking murdered. Go away. Vanish. <laughs> Be gone, fucked. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, so the cast is great, and they all have really good chemistry as well. And I like the little in-jokes that they have. So, like, when Olivia Munn arrives at the testing facility, they've caught a predator, and... She's and they say like, yeah, it's the predator, and they're like, and they describe what it is, and they're like, actually, that's more of a hunter, like a, like a sports hunter, like when you call, yeah, that? and they're like, yeah, but yeah, we, but we took was cooler, yeah, we took him out, <laughs> predator was cooler, and he's just like, yeah, fuck yeah, and then they talk yeah. about it later <laughs> as well. They, she brings it up, it's like it's called the predator, it hunts people, exactly. It's like, it's like isn't that that's actually a hunter, not a predator? And she's like, that's exactly what I said. I, that's the witty dialogue that Shane Black does so well, and it's these characters that are actually like obviously i think the characters themselves are dog shit but i think the way they talk i enjoy so like the a couple of them are anyway the game of thrones guy he's literally just i'm irish i've got a playing card there is no other character there there's oh yeah no like he doesn't really have much to do in this movie no at all he like i thought he was going to be there for a like comedic effect and for like basically how will Poulter's there in um fucking hereditary not hereditary uh midsummer, midsummer. yeah well yeah, he... that's actually august um augusto agrillo Agri- i don't know how to spell his name how to pronounce his name which one sorry uh, the Mexican dude yeah 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 august yeah like, uh... he's li- he's literally that nettles He's literally that character. He's just there for comedic effect. Because he's he's actually really fun, and like he's a lot of fun in this movie. He just makes a random. It's that it's that it just decides at a point. Yeah, okay, we're we're not gonna try anymore. We're not gonna try, and it's when that other that other predator. I almost said Terminator. That other predator shows (laughs) up. When that big predator shows up, it's like, all right, okay, now this movie's become really dumb because then it's just CGI fest. Yeah. Because on set, they had that predator, the main predator. They had the, that seven-foot-tall guy on set in a predator suit. And it looks real. And you're like, yeah, that's real. That other predator shows up, and you just see the same four shots of it. Yeah. It's so bad. And there's like there's a moment in the like the final-ish action, action sequence at, at night in the forest, and someone shines a torch up at it. It genuinely is horrendous. It looks like plastic. It's so yeah. bad. Um, yeah, the I my biggest problem is with the action sequence in the forest. In that, in that we've got like we're building up to something here to an ending. The predator walks in and is like, right, okay, now, okay, forget all these petty quarrels you're having. I'm gonna come and kill you in five minutes. So then everyone runs into this forest yeah. and it just 
kills them all within about five minutes. It, I think yeah. time-wise, oh. it's five minutes. <laughs> Can I just say, though, that also has the greatest fucking death scene for Sterling K. Brown because he just kills himself right. out no, of nowhere. And it made me piss myself laughing. It's, it's hilarious. I, but it's so, story-wise, it's so shitty. It, it makes no sense, story-wise. But I didn't care because I was too busy laughing. Same, same. Like I, I just didn't give a fuck it, that, that moment about him is, dying that, because it was so funny. That moment is mid-someone else's death scene as well. That's, he dies at the same moment that Thomas Jane dies. And it's like, why? What, like, this is the main human villain of the movie like how cool how much better would this have been if him and boyd holbrook had gotten right to the end and killed the predator together and then they both turn on each other and they have to have a scrap see i like it seemed like that's what the plan was as well because they literally just said like they say to each other like we're gonna dance later yeah and it's just like, like don't okay worry, that's that, that that's that's setting up a good fight scene like a good hand-to-hand combat fight scene but that's not what the predator is about so it's just like you know what fuck it kill himself in the most stupid way possible and honestly i don't care that like it did ruin a death scene for one of the characters but i didn't care because it was so funny and the goal that this movie has to then have basically a post-credit scene as the final scene yeah with a term with God damn it, not Terminator, with a Predator, a predator suit killer. of metal that this Predator yeah. bring in. And also, like, they make giant leaps in logic in this. Like, Sterling K. Brown walks in on this dead Predator and says, like, oh, well, it looks as though this one is a traitor and the other ones come to kill it. And then, like, he's just caught into that intergalactic cops and robbers. And he's like, how the fuck would you know that? Unless you've read the script, there is no possible way for you to know any of this. That bit, it felt like there was a, like a bit of a bit, a bit of a jump in like the dialogue with Sandy over and a bit of a jump in the, um, the whole script in general. I feel like there was supposed to be a moment where he was supposed to figure this out and see this fight scene, but he just didn't, you know, fit in there. So it's just like, fuck it, just haven't figured it out. He's a smart guy. I understand your annoyance, but I can also see the, like the problem they had. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But yeah, but it just I like there is that moment in logic it's like, do you want to see what this is? And it's just like, I already know. He's a hunter. He brought his dogs with him. It's just like, okay, that's a pretty cool line. I like I'm not gonna lie, I liked that bit. <laughs> so like, yeah, the 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 action for the most part is really good. And yeah. I love the gore. The gore is fantastic. There's a moment where this giant predator comes in like breaks into that house and picks up a guy by his head and has this giant knife on his hand and stabs him four times. Um, me and yeah. Lewis were on the were on the couch cringing because it's like, one would have been enough, mate. One one would have been enough. But he's just like thrust into him four times. It's Yeah, yeah. the gore is fantastic. I do, I do love a good bit of... Um, like... I do love the gore in this movie. It's a lot of fun. This, see, the thing is, like, we're not shitting on this movie a lot, and I was expecting to be able to. I was expecting this movie to be really bad. It was just a lot of fun. Yeah, it's that's... not a good pre- like I said, it's not a good Predator movie, but it's a good popcorn action movie. That's what I find so disappointing about this. Is that there's so see, much? Good I wasn't shit disappointed because I had so I had such low expectations for this. Yeah, yeah, you did. You because did I because I remember how much shit. I remember I went to see this at the cinema and came out, and I 
did I phone you or just text you? But I was like, you phone me. It's dog shit. It's dog shit. Um, but yeah, I I was really disappointed by this, and I still am. It, this will be one of the biggest disappointments because it's the Predator franchise, which I love the original Predator. I love the Adrian Brody Predators, um, and I love Shane Black, and he's worked on yeah. the Predator films before. So yeah. I was like, this is perfect. You know, it's going to be a mix of, like, the nice guys with the original Predator. I can't wait for this. And then I got that, but also it kind of felt like they said to him, listen, we want this, this, and this. And he was like, oh, you want this, do you? That's a shit idea. Well, you asked for it. Yeah. And they just went off and did exactly what they said out of spite. Because this yeah. feels, it feels meg super lazy from, from Shane Black. And he could only only have done it for spite see you know what I, I also like just to touch on this quickly i forgot like once again this movie has so many people that i keep on forgetting who where i've seen him and obviously like i knew Stone k brown i like i was oh, like he's from black panther and then i remembered once i finished the movie brooklyn holy shit he's in brooklyn 99 that that and also he's in the best episode of brooklyn 99 the best episode the, the best box episode. is fantastic yeah I love that episode so much. It is so fun. Oh god, I want to watch. I'm going to watch that episode tonight. It's really good. <laughs> um, such a good episode. Uh, he's such a good actor. It's it's such a shame that his character died so stupidly. But at the same time, it's the only death that made sense for me. <laughs> yeah, I I think <laughs> like, it's if, so stupid. If if this chat, if this like podcast ever develops into something a bit more, so like we do more things. If we do like movie commentaries. This is one of the first ones I'd want to do. Oh yeah, this and the room, like, are in my, yeah, de- in my definitely. Top three. This, but this, this would be on that list of movies that, like, if you're getting drunk with friends and put a movie on, this is what you put on. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's so dumb, and you can have a lot of fun with it. What? What is there a story? Who gives a shit? So the predator just ripped someone's head off. The Predator has yeah, just shot, like, a, shot a metal wire at something else, a truckload of soldiers driven past, and it's cut all of their heads off. Yeah. Like, this this movie made me really want to Story pint, who? But not in the sense of, <laughs> I can't stand watching this. It's, I want to get drunk and watch this. Yes. Because I can imagine be, being so fun to watch whilst pissed. Definitely. Definitely. Um, only if you're over 18. Drink responsibly. Uh, yeah. You're fine. Dude, legally we have to say that. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> no, we don't. It's fine. It's fine. Can he say that legally? <laughs> it's fine. To be um, honest, though, the only reason I didn't get a pint is because I was watching it at 10 a.m. Okay. Yeah, it's not Christmas yet. <laughs> um, Britain. <laughs> for me, this is... It's... It's got to be a 5 out of 10. It's got to be a 5 out of 10. There are things in this I just cannot forgive, but there's still a lot of fun to be had with it. This is a solid 7, weirdly enough. Like, it's a fun movie. I just turned my brain off. It's the same rating as Iron Man 3. I can't be arsed. No, I gave this a a bigger rating than Iron Man 3. I gave Iron Man 3 a (laughs) 6. I, I'm not a fan of Iron Man 3, you know this, but I, I you know I You've love a good trashy action movie. You've literally just no, done I that to bug you me. You know I love a good trashy like action 
movie every now and then. And this is exactly... I, I want to re-watch this at some point because it just is so much fun. There's some good action. There's some good... Like, the second one that I sent you, uh, other than the, like... <laughs> just the, what are you going to do? Kill us with a tra- fucking Trank gun? Yeah, you, you took my boy. So, yeah, he just pokes him in the fucking eye with a Trank gun. Yeah, and that guy <laughs> like, comes dead. out of nowhere. That guy is dead as well, you know. <laughs> exactly. Like, that is such a brutal moment. And it was so worth, like, the build-up to that ki- that guy dying. I want to say like, as well. It is, it's, such a, it's such a non-threatening thing. It's like, oh, I could just wake up in a few hours. Now you're fucking dead. That went to your brain. He gave you a lobotomy. With I a think, trank gun. I think the performances in this are great as well. Like, honestly. There's only... Like, Jacob Tremblay, yeah, he's he's not great in this. He's working with what he's got. Yeah, yeah. He, I will he, admit that. I also forgot that Jacob Tremblay is in fucking Doctor Sleep. Yeah! Yeah, because it's like, in that in that scene as well that he's in in Doctor Sleep, you're like, man, it's this kid's really good. Fucking like, or hell. You, you notice that it's like Jacob Tremblay, and you're like, why have they got Jacob Tremblay in this? He's about to die. And then he dies, yeah. and he's like... Oh right, okay, because they needed a really good actor, right? Okay, yeah, they needed a really sense. good actor who you'd, turns out to be a kid. Yeah, you'd splash the cash. You would splash the cash. <laughs> like Travante Rhodes is so fun in this film as well. Like his yeah. death is the most impactful. Yeah, because definitely. he just like his his death actually means something. It's such a shame because like everybody else's death meant fucking nothing. They all died for no reason. Yeah, but he actually died to help him. He sacrificed himself, and it's just like that's. That kind of thing needs to happen more in this movie. Sacrifice needs to happen a bit more because that's the whole point of Predator. Like, one person survives, everybody else sacrifices so that one person can survive. Yeah, no one else sacrifices. Well, actually, Michael Key and Thomas Jane, they kind of step back from everyone to lure it out. I mean, they do, but they they don't kill, die from that. They die when they're all together. Yeah, they do, to be fair. So they're not a sacrifice. They they set up a sacrifice and then they don't even sacrifice themselves. They just die because they're shit at what they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And then, like, the, the Mexican dude, like, Nettles, he just dies because he's a fucking idiot. He, he is a fucking idiot. Because he's got... He, he's standing up on the ship and the sports, yeah. force field's coming over and he's like, I've got a jump on duck. Yeah. And he doesn't need I'm just going to fucking stand instead. Legs get chomped off. Yeah, it's just like, it's either I stand, I, I jump, I duck, or I lose my legs. Oh, right, I've already lost my legs. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. I'm choosing the third option, aren't I? And then he slides off the ship and just goes flying into the abyss. Yeah, and that that then cuts to a shot of Olivia Munn, and she's like, oh, no. It's like, you it's were like, never going to You gonna can't fuck fucking see that. You were never going to, uh, you, you never <laughs> saw that, and you were never going to get with him. You had no emotional connection with him. In fact, all the way through the movie, you thought it was you a genuine him. creep. So, yeah. get away. Get away. <laughs> you know what, though? The, the technical end credit scene, the line in that scene is so cringy, but I love it. It's so, like, I hope they have it in a 42 large yeah. or something yeah. like that. A 42 <laughs> yeah. length. Just like, that's, why? That's my new you, soup, Doc. <laughs> no, it's, that's my new soup, Bubba. That's it, Bubba. Bubba, he calls it Bubba. He calls it Bubba. <laughs> he goes, that's my new soup, Bubba. I hope they have it in a 42 long. It's like, that's the cringiest <laughs> fucking thing ever. And I love yeah. it. I honestly, I do want a sequel to this. 
I'm genuinely. I kind of want to see the Predator Killer and see what they do with the Predator Killer because I think that would be a lot of fun. Like if they had like a load, of, like if if it was similar to like Aliens and they did Predators and there's a shit ton of Predators just coming down and it turns into this fucking war between this one guy and a Predator Killer suit and a shit ton of Predators. I think that would be a lot of fun. Definitely, definitely. I think that would be so fucking stupidly fun. I'm. Yeah, I'm genuinely devastated that this movie sucks as much as it does. Um, but as you can see, there's still fun to be had with it. So if you I, honestly think that might be the biggest recommend from this week, go and yeah, watch honestly. The Predator we're, we're after lockdown, or maybe if if it's on, use that Netflix party thing. You can do it with other apps. Um, if you can find it on anything else, then uh, yeah, use that and like or share your screen on Discord and watch it with friends because it's so. You can't fun. do that. Oh. You actually, you can't do that. Then uh, wait till there's after lockdown. Like, I don't know. The the only uh, the only thing that you can do is you can do in the UK there is a um, what's it called? There's a uh, like Chrome plugin called Teleparty. Yeah. Um, called it was originally called Netflix Party, but they've expanded it so that you can do it with like Disney Plus and Hulu and HBO Max, uh, which isn't available in the UK, but oh well. Yeah. And they've there's there's a specific one for Prime, which you can set up. It's a bit annoying to do. Me and a friend tested it. Uh, you can sell Netflix party quite easily, but everybody has to have a Netflix account. So if it comes to Netflix and you just want it in a night with a like a night with your mates, night with the and, boys, bro, uh, all the girls, depending on who you're with, the uh, yeah, the homies, the homies, yeah, there we go, the non-gender specific homies, the non-gender specific um, homies. If you, if you just want a night with your mates, you all wanted a few drinks and you wanted a dumb movie to watch and just take the piss out of. The Predator is the perfect movie for that. Genuinely. Honestly. Is. Either that or The Room. It's on YouTube. You can watch the entire fucking thing. <laughs> you don't even have to do the teleparty thing. You can just share your screen on that. Um. So, overall then, actually, Shane Black's made four fun movies. Fun, watchable movies. Yeah. When it comes to fun, watchable, he's got a 100% like track record. But for me, when it comes to a good, like at least good movies... Never mind, great or like really good or fa- or fucking great is a seventy five percent track record. I'm not the biggest fan of Iron Man three. I know a lot of people aren't the biggest fan of Iron Man three, but at the same time, I know a lot of people aren't the biggest fan of the Predator, and I quite enjoyed it. Fuck you all. Yeah. So, seventy five percent hit record on good movies, wh- whichever yeah. way you look at it. From me and David. Um, yeah. So yeah, Shane Black. He's one to watch in the future. Um, when his next movie comes out, we will definitely let you guys know. Whenever that yeah, does we'll come probably out. watch. Because who knows? It might be a while yet. It might take another. Eight might be twenty twenty eight. Yeah, after be... the uh, the overthrowing of the lizards, and it just becomes just geese everywhere. It might make a lizard detective movie. That would be funny if it's just Mark Zuckerberg as a detective. <laughs> <I'm pretty good. laughs> <laughs> does look like a fucking lizard you gotta admit look he like looks a like a lizard overlord <laughs> um there you go that was that was shane black we did it hey did david it... what do you know what time it is um eight twenty-seven. it is time for you to sell me a movie or a this tv the show earliest we or have... a game what? or a music or a book if you're a nerd uh, before I could, uh, before I sell anything, this is the earliest we've recorded in a while. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's weird. I don't like it's, it. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I do. 
<laughs> Means I get to go to bed early and pick up my PS5 in the morning. Yeah, I can go and get food. So if we could wrap this up quickly, that'd be great. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, what are you selling me? Uh, I'm gonna sell a game and probably an album because I, I always like to recommend some music. Um, so the game I'm gonna sell, I have once again. I, whenever I sell a game, I'm I've not completed it at that point. I just say, yeah, I've been playing this. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to continue playing it. Uh, so the one I'm going to be selling is Final Fantasy VII Remake. This came out earlier this year. Uh, it's a remake of the PS1 classic that has been ported onto fucking everything ever. So if, you ever, if you've never played that, you can get it on Switch. I've got the original on Switch, and I've paid five times more of this than I have the original. Um, I've played about five hours of it so far, and it's basically a remake of the first four hours of the original game stretched over 40. Which is very strange. And I think it's very cool, but at the same time, I don't like that practice because it means I'm going to have to buy free games and pay probably about 150 quid to experience the entire story as a remake. Um, but so far, the story has been great. The characters are fantastic, except for Jessie. She's really horny for Cloud. And it's weird, and she needs to stop. Um, Dander, I have I feel no like context for Final Fantasy, by the way, so that was just a really fucking weird sentence. So, like... uh, Jesse <laughs> in Final Fantasy VII. Cloud is the merc. He, Don't like, he's your it. character. Don't explain it. This will go in one ear and out the other. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> uh, no the reason that I feel like anything. Xander would enjoy this is because, you know Badger from Breaking Bad? Mm-hmm. He voices the fat guy who kind who should have been voiced by Josh Gad in this, but he's so funny. Like, he's just Badger again, and I love it. But he's Badger who blows shit up. Sounds fun. Sounds, is sounds like, like the, the combat system? Yeah, the combat system is a mix between turn based when it comes to like using your items, using spells, or any other, and real time um, when it comes to just like your normal hack and slash. And it's a really, really fun battle system, actually. There was a lot of annoyance when um, it came to this game coming out when people saw the combat system, because obviously people have seen the original behind, like, uh, like tinted glasses. Like, rose-tinted glasses isn't it, the phrase? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they, they were seeing it behind, like, the back, the combat system. The game is generally behind rose-tinted glasses because the English translation isn't great. Um, but this is a solid remake so far. It is fucking beautiful. Like, there's some bits where there's like really low te- low quality textures, like on like in the clouds apartment. The door is weirdly low resolution texture, and it makes me uncomfortable. But the rest of the game is beautiful so far. Midgar looks fucking astonishing. And I can't get over the look of, like, the game. Um, I had, like, one of my favourite moments so far has been this overly over-the-top anime um, boss fight. Right. Where it's just, um, like, on a bike... It's just a bike chase, but the guy is literally flipping from nothing. Like, he's literally just doing backflips from being able to do a wheelie. And it's fantastic. It's so stupid and so fun. The dialogue is fantastic. The like the characterization so far has been really good. Actually, uh, it delves into like the whole like kind of society thing. Like literally, everybody who is lo- working class is on the lower level. Everybody who's on the upper class is on the upper level. Uh, like, but he 
capitalism, this and you, blah, 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 the usual, like, society bullshit. Um, but yeah, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'd say check that out. Uh, came out in March earlier this year. I got it for about 30 quid so far. And I'd, yeah, that's a pretty good price, I'd say, so far. 30 quid's decent. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, and then you said, did you say an album as well? Um, I'll probably just recommend some music in general. Uh, so which one? I'm going to have a look through my um, my own repeat this time. Uh, I'm going to recommend... You know what? I'm going to recommend a song that Xander knows. But it's oh. a metal song. What? No way. I'm going to recommend Shepherd of Fire by Avenged Sevenfold. You're literally just doing this because I mentioned it the other night. What are you doing? Uh, no, because I mentioned it the other night. And you were like, oh, yeah, I love that song. Um, my, I, there's a funny story behind this for me and my mates. Uh, my mate Demanio uh, claims that he has shown that song to us, uh, to me and Kai specifically. Even though we listened to Avenged Sevenfold when we were younger, we've all played Black Ops Zombies. So it's not like he showed it to us at all. <laughs> and yet he still takes credit for it, even though that's the one rock song he knows. And it's really funny to us that he tries to claim credit, but it is really, really good. It's an absolute banger. And when it comes to Avenged Sevenfold, it's one of the best ones. Uh, they've got some really good like soft music as well. And the other one that I, like, that I love at the moment is uh, Backcountry. And that's because there's a moment at the start of it where uh, the main singer, I don't know his name, he like just screams and then like starts singing, "Cut here in a fairy place. And the reason I love that so much is because a few weeks ago and the other day, I woke up and you know when you have just a really satisfying stretch? Like you just, you wake up and you stretch and you just kind of like scream through it. So you just go, Ugh! it's like, that's that kind of satisfying stretch. I did that. And then because I realized I made a very similar sound to the start of that song, I immediately started singing as well. That's right. <laughs> Genuinely, this is what I do. Whenever I yawn, I always end up going into Clint Eastwood by Gorilla. So I'm like, and then I do the whole thing. It's it's it's, it's a problem. Legit. It's a problem. <laughs> it, like, it, I've been doing it so much more since I did it that first time. And like I was when I first did it, I was pacing myself laughing enough, like so much. And then I put the song on. I I meet, I grab my phone instead of answering to any of the like twenty messages I had that day. I woke up, went onto Spotify, put Backcountry on, and then put my glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just sat there listening to it and it was just like card here in a fairy place won't lose my will to stay. Beautiful. And that was yeah, beautiful, it's um it's a uh, banger. If you if you want to listen to more Avengers Sevenfold, I always recommend like a little piece of heaven. Just listen to all of Avengers Sevenfold. And if you've played COD, listen to Carry On because it's from uh, Black Ops Two. Carry On is good. I dig that song. It's a good song. It's from the campaign of Black Ops 2, and uh, the characters from COD actually play it live on stage with uh, Avengers Unfold, and they actually, like, you could play as the characters from Avengers Unfold in the multiplayer, I believe. Anyway. If you unlocked it. Um, <laughs> I'm just like David have his, have his five minutes of uh, <laughs> music and game talk. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't have a music podcast, and I've not got the gaming podcast set up yet. Hint, hint. Um, so I I realised that I I did watch a movie this week that we actually said we would rec- we would talk about this week and then I'm guessing you didn't watch it. 
Did I fuck? Um, well, I did, because I do my job. Um, I watched the, uh, the new Spongebob movie on Netflix, Sponge on the Run. Um, I have mixed thought, mixed, we'll call it mixed reviews. Um, this is a very weird movie. It's very weird. I I'm I really dig the animation style that they've gone with this instead of the yeah. uh, the classic animation. Um, I think the biggest problem this movie has is pacing. This movie is paced horribly, horribly. It like there's this feels like it was an hour long thing that they've then shoved an extra half an hour, 40 minutes into. Because mm. it feels long, especially towards the end, and I'll get into that in a minute. Um, but there no is a whole... by the way. There is a whole subplot of this when Patrick and Spongebob fall asleep on their road trip and wake up in a western town where they meet Keanu Reeves, who's been in all the trailers. Sage. Sage. I'm the sage. I'm made of sage and my name is Sage. So he works up. They they have then a little side quest that is so weird and so random. Don't say what it is because I am planning on watching this just because of the Keanu Reeves moment. You are? Yeah, I am. I will not tell you what it is then. Don't. No, because it is... It's so batshit and weird... That like, yeah, I don't, they must have been smoking something or on something when they wrote this. Because it is genuinely one of the weirdest out of genre scenes in any movie I've ever seen. Is it Um, a good scene? I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm genuinely not sure. It doesn't even come back later on. It's not important to the story. I might watch that now, then once we get off, I might actually just watch that. Because um, I, I was thinking of watching a movie tonight, so if this is going to be your recommend, I might actually watch it tonight. Um, then, like, after that, then, the, you've got some more good stuff. Uh, like, it feels like a long Spongebob episode with better animation. Um, oh, don't knock the, the animation when I say better, When I say better, I mean, like, just... Higher budget. Higher budget animation, yeah. Um, but um, then... Can we quickly just quickly talk about the original Spongebob movie? No, because I haven't watched that this week. Fuck off, this is my moment. Um, I don't care, sorry, but the original was, Spongebob movie is really was, good. That was really vicious, sorry. Um, yeah. I swear, to, you get more and more vicious with me every week. <laughs> I, like, ever since, you know, you just you like started doing the, like, the I'm the host joke. Like the, I'm the boss. I'm your boss. <laughs> I don't do that joke anymore. We've discussed this. You, I don't do, do... you literally did it earlier to like earlier in the podcast. Like I'm the host. I'm I'm your I'm your captain of this um of this of this wonderful thing. I know, like, but I just you're such a suck up to yourself. Man. I just do that because I'm the host. I like run the ship. We're both the host of this. Sure. Just feel like what? Right. Um. Yeah, and then the, like there's it feels like a longer episode of SpongeBob. Um and then at the end SpongeBob thing. is about to be executed for oh, fuck off no spoilers for a reason. And then all of the characters are like, "Here we go." 
and then they each go into their own five minute long story as how they met them met spongebob and why he's like the best person in the world but it's like i didn't realize this but this was done only to set up a new series that camp crusty thing that they're doing a prequel series for spongebob that's kind of cool no no it's not it's really heartless and really really bad marketing because now i just think that that's going to be trash because this is so shoehorned in i think that is a yeah that that kind of thing i can understand but the idea of like sewing like telling how everybody met spongebob in, in general I think that would have been quite cool if it wasn't used for a marketing ploy. I think, like, yeah. say, I've always wondered how SpongeBob and Patrick became friends. Yeah, definitely. And, like, how SpongeBob got the job at the Krusty Krab. You should do that in the very first episode of SpongeBob. Do you? Yeah, there's a help wanted sign. So he goes over and applies for the job. And then he's like, the, the, he's get, he gets laughed out. And then loads of anchovies turn up. Because that's, that's that joke from Mr. Krabs. It's like, I smell a smell. The kind of smell that smells smelly. <laughs> That's amazing. I don't think I've ever actually watched the first episode of SpongeBob. Have you not? It's real good. It's real good. It's like 10 minutes. Um, oh, I might have to watch that as well tonight then. Yeah, so it's, yeah, but it's like when they were all kids. And so it sort of sets up that they've all known each other forever. So it's doing a scoop thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But like, yeah, what is it with origin stories for fucking kids shows nowadays? Yeah, it's um, yeah. So the movie has a big problem with pacing. What's good in this movie is like the humor. It like you we we mentioned that you mentioned earlier the the original SpongeBob movie. That movie is so funny, and this movie really is. is also really funny. That that like the the like original SpongeBob movie being so funny isn't even behind rose tinted glasses. It's just genuinely funny. Genuinely the second one's also funny. really funny. Yeah, like the second one has an epic rap battle. I haven't seen like, the second. It one. just has an epic rap battle of history. I I haven't seen the second one, but the <laughs> you need to, Matt Berry is a is a rapping dolphin, bro. Matt Berry's in this. For is he is he a rapping dolphin again? No, he's not. Oh, that is so but, disappointing. He yeah, was so this... good as the rapping dolphin in uh, in SpongeBob um, SpongeBob Water. Um, but yeah, this this movie, your kids will love it. But I think if you're a, <laughs> if you're if you grew up with SpongeBob and you wanted to watch this just for like nostalgia, it I'm not sure whether I can recommend it because it's really long, but there's really good stuff in it. You guys I'd, probably aren't ready for this. I'd but your kids this... are gonna love it. Oh, I know you hate points, but I'm going six point no, five. No, it's right in the you're middle. You're not going. It just is... go six or seven. No, because it's right in the middle. Because no, like, go six or seven. The good Don't stuff do in an it, you want to give it a seven, but it's like the pacing problems and the really dumb don't stuff in do it. Do an IGN. Made me want to give it a it's, six. So it's six point five. No, don't do an IGN. Say six no, or seven. It's a, it's a six and a half out of ten. If you if you're gonna say out of ten, do it out of a hundred so you can do sixty five. So it's sixty five out of a hundred. There you go. There you go. Fucking, I hate decimal point systems with a fucking passion, especially if it's a nine point eight. Like, just um, give it a fucking ten. Actually, you know what? We'll do it out of five stars. It's three point two five stars out of five. Fuck off. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so yeah, so taking some warnings. The pacing's horrible, but it is. It, it's still SpongeBob. It's still funny. Um, I also want to recommend another movie that um, some people might not have seen um, or sort of written off in the past. Um, it's a movie called Drive. You've non-stop talking about this fucking movie, man. All week. I know. I know. All I texted you about it this week. week. It's so good. Um, you texted me about it. You called me about it. You fucking... Like, you were talking about it on VC the other day. Like, shut up. <laughs> um, opposite end of the spectrum from the SpongeBob movie. Drive is is about a getaway driver who works part-time as a, uh, as a stunt driver on movies. And... He falls in love with this uh, this woman who works who lives in his flat. Then, when her husband comes out of prison, um, he's like being followed by these gangsters, like for you know protection money. So he helps him do one last job so that he can you know get out and his family is safe. Um, but then some things go down the job, things don't go well, and um, he's just basically that Ryan Gosling, the driver is just trying to survive from here on out. Um, the cast in this is amazing. So you've got Ryan Gosling, you've got Kerry Mulligan, the husband is played by Oscar Isaac, then um, Ryan Gosling's boss is Brian Cranston, then you've got Ron okay, Perlman I'm gonna watch in this a movie now. And Wait, Ron Perlman and Brian Cranston, to say I'm watching this movie tonight. And Albert Brooks. I don't care about Ryan Gosling, I don't care about any other people. Brian Cranston and Ron Perlman's there. Um... And it's it's fantastic. It's it it got marketed as like a big action movie because it's called Drive, and like the opening opening sequence feels kind of akin to like a Baby Driver, just more low key. So like not mm. not as big as bombastic as Baby Driver, but still like you see his smarts on the road straight away, and it's just a really cool getaway sequence. Um, one th- I think the the biggest thing I love about this movie is the soundtrack. The soundtrack is absolutely phenomenal. See, that's what I was going to bring up. I remember years ago B- when BBC Three was a channel still, yes, not even yes, a fucking yes, website. Say, yeah. They did a re-edit or like a like a re-soundtrack in a sense yeah. of Drive. So they like they edited the movie so they had a new soundtrack. So it was like yes. more modern music. And I found the reason that I wanted to watch that is because at the time I was a big Boomer Horizon fanboy. And I heard the Bring the Horizon were in it. I was like, oh, cool. I get to watch a movie with Bring the Horizon in. And then it was the worst Bring the Horizon song. And it was one from like from their new album at the time. And I didn't watch the movie from that alone. So I the didn't... only reason I haven't watched the original or the re-edit of Drive is because Bring the Horizon's worst song is in it. By the way, there's no metal in it. Like, it's not... And it's well, not yeah, exactly. Date. And I, I, that's why I was really confused because it didn't look like it was going to be a metal a metal thing. And no. like, at the Bring the Horizon had... Like they they'd released um, Sempaternal, which is my favorite album of theirs. Before that, they had like the proper like proper screamo metal, and then they did their more poppy stuff in um, That's the Spirit, and that's my le- that's the album I don't like at all. Yeah, I only like like two songs from that album, and that's because it's just like their more mainstream stuff. Yeah, it's not it's not your kind of thing. It's not, your kind of it's thing. not my kind of thing. Like, that but, that's um, all it is. Like. I'm not knocking the music. Like I'm sure that yeah. there's some people who, who really enjoy that spirit as an album. That's fair enough. I know somebody who's getting a that's a spirit tattoo. Granted, don't get a fucking umbrella as a tattoo. Anyway, don't don't get an umbrella as a tattoo if it's going to be that spirit or kind of get a good umbrella with that. Like get 
don't know, a fucking umbrella a palm tree. No, a palm tree. Anyway. Or, a, um, or coconut. Yeah, so the soundtrack is fantastic. I've seen the movie twice. The first time I watched it was with the original soundtrack, which I've like I added to my phone straight away after watching it. And then uh, when I watched it this week, I didn't realize, but it was the BBC Radio One version. And I was like, right, okay, I may- maybe I should. I'll listen to the first song, see if I like it. But then I'll probably have to find the uh, the original version. But then still, I loved the music in this new version as well. So yeah, no, whichever version you're watching, you're gonna get a cracking soundtrack. Um, mm. When the movie gets violent, it is violent. That this movie is an 18 with a passion. Like it wears its 18 like a stamp of honor. Um, yeah, the the story's great. It's very simple. It's some people say it's a little bit slow, but I don't think it is. But that's because I can. I'm a you know I'm a bit of a movie snob. So maybe yeah. it's slow, but I'm just like one of my favorite horrors is Hereditary, and that's one of the slowest movies in the fucking world. So yeah. you know, <laughs> um, yeah, do check this movie out though. It's really good. It is currently on Amazon Prime. Um, Drive with Ryan Gosling, and also I'm gonna get that jacket. The jacket that he wears, I want it. I want it. Oh God, I want it. Um, yeah. I think that's gonna do for this week. Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, so, like, as... I don't know if we mentioned this earlier. I can't remember if we were We even, didn't. Like, yeah. So, next week, next uh, week. it's going to be a bit different. We're doing something a little bit different. A little bit different. A little bit different, little bit I hear different. you say. Uh, so, next week, because it is the start of the new generation of gaming, uh, the next-gen consoles are finally out in the Wait, UK. Wait, what? Time this is That's crazy. Shut up. Um, by the time that this this uh, like episode is out, uh, the PS5s will be out everywhere because um, in the UK and certain other places in Europe, it got delayed by a week because of shipping errors. Um, but by now, they're all out. And I'm getting one. So fuck you all. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm very, very happy. I've been saving to get it. So I'm happy I'm able to get one. And I'm going to be doing a... Re- really comprehensive review of that and then we're also going to have james uh o'malley on to discuss like to do a, f- a free person discussion of spider-man miles morales which might uh xander and james will be discussing the ps4 version and then i'll be discussing the ps5 version there's not really too many some, like differences in the story but in regards there's, to there's, the there's literally no the differences look. in the story it's just graphics well we don't know yet do we um, not. I guess we'll find out. Um, we'll find out. But yeah, so I've I've been I've finished the game already. I got it last week. Uh, with and uh, don't got, say anything. Ob- literally not, at obviously all. Obviously not going to say anything. Uh, but we'll yeah. So I'm I'm very excited to be breaking that down next week. Um, yeah, I'll um I'll be going for a hundred percent route. Yeah, because uh, I'm a sad person. <laughs> um, and yeah, it is going to be. I'm very excited. I'll also, like, in the review, I'll be talking about backs compatibility and this and the other and, like, the experience I'm having with that because I'm going to be... I'm not continuing my playthrough of uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake until I get that, which I'm getting it tomorrow. And I have five days to play it, but I'm going to be 100% with Miles Morales first because we need to talk about that the most. Yes, we do. Um, we do. But, yeah, the, similar to my uh, Last of Us Part 2 re- uh, review, 
it's going to be really, really, really detailed. And we're going to be doing a very similar thing for Cyberpunk 2077 when that comes out on December 10th now. I was going to be doing that very soon yeah. because it was supposed to come out tomorrow. And I'm very sad it's not. But, <laughs> but, um... but it is going to be coming out on December 10th. There is, uh, There has been some leaks. There's been on Reddit, there's a post of a, like promotional material sent to a game store. For Cyberpunk 2077, like BIM leaks of there's two discs, this and the other, so it exists. It Shut up, exist. internet. The game exists, it's coming out. Stop <laughs> making me think it doesn't. Um yeah, so 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 next week you've got a you've got a big review of the PlayStation 5 uh first hand review, and uh yeah. you've also got um a big discussion, uh, a round table discussion of the new Spider-Man Miles Morales game. So uh, yeah. yeah, look forward to that. No, not really going to be, be a film one next week. Um, yeah, it's going to be opinions from people who aren't paid by Sony to say what they want to say. Yeah, no. but Sony, if you want to pay me to say that I like the PS5, you can. I, yeah, I'll, I'll do that for you. If you want to send me one, that'd be fantastic. If you, uh, Microsoft, if you want to beat Sony, send me an Xbox Series X and I'll sell it immediately. Yeah, I was going to say because yeah, you have no, no don't fucking do that. games don't on do it. That. I'm not going to play the Xbox, mate. <laughs> don't, don't. You have no games. You had one game coming out and you decided to delay it until next year, and now you've lost your third director for the fucking game. Anyway, um... Halo Infinite is going to be a mess. Anyway, it's a mess. Anyway, that is anyway. gonna do it for this week. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're we're looking forward to next week. I want I want to break down this game real bad. I've been wanting to talk to you about it for ages. So it's gonna it's gonna Age. I'm gonna I'm You've gonna start talking and then days. not stop. <laughs> you have had it for six days, Xander. Yeah. That's not ages. How long do you think I wanted to talk to you about fucking Spider-Man PS4 with you? Oh yeah, good point. Good point. I got that on launch. You got it two years after. Yeah, very good point. Very good point. <laughs> and also, I'm going to be getting Spider-Man PS4 remastered. So fuck you. I honestly, mate, couldn't give a shit. Um, mate, good for you. I get the new face. It, it's the stuff of nightmares. Um, nice. It actually will, looks pretty good. We will see you next week. What What was the plan for next week? What we just fucking said. Oh crap! Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll see you next week. I need, I need food and sleep. You need to edit this podcast. Oh fuck you! Right. See you next week, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye. I'm getting a PS4. You're not. Oh PS. Fuck. Fuck. Yep. You fucked it, mate. <laughs> I fucked it. <laughs>